The materials on this podcast are for informational and entertainment purposes only and are not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. Hi, welcome to the Love Approach Project podcast, a space dedicated to bring you tips, ideas, and new ways in which you can live a more empowered life where stress doesn't take over and where love becomes the rule of the day. Enjoy! Welcome to another episode of the Love Approach Project podcast. This is your host, Laura Gutierrez, and today I have a super special guest. <laughs> because if you haven't recognized his face, obviously if you're listening to the podcast, yeah. you don't know who this person is, but this is my husband. I'm interviewing my husband today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I'm interviewing Steve today. His name is Stephen Duffy because Steve is an EFT practitioner, EFT or tapping practitioner. Um, Steve is a certified practitioner, but he also has a background in engineering, chemical engineering, biotechnology, and of course he's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mentioned that bit already. Yes, I think I've said it a few times. So anyway, today we are going to chat about how to manage or deal with frustration with the help of EFT. Yeah, sure. Yes, and so, well, Welcome, Steve. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, it's great to finally be here. I can tell you're really enjoying the fact that uh, you're interrogating me today. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fantastic to be here. I remember listening to your first one. Yes. That was a long time ago now. And here we are. Yeah, so it's great yeah. to be here. Yeah, you finally said yes. Finally, finally. <laughs> So, okay, so let's begin talking a little bit about how you got into EFT and why did you choose it? And this is so weird, obviously, because yeah. here I am, you know, in our, in our, own, in our own place. Yes. And here you are asking me some, some questions about what I'm doing. Interesting, huh? Yes. I obviously know all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> some of them. Some of them, some of them. <laughs> but it would be really cool for everyone to, to learn more a little bit about you and how you got into EFT. Yeah, sure. Uh, as you as you mentioned, my background is in engineering, mainly engineering, a bit of science, and then into engineering. And then somebody, which was you, <laughs> suggested that I have a look at this kind of uh, personal development self help tool. And I think initially I was like, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. But it kind of sat with me for a while and then I signed up and then I learned that it was about EFT. Yeah. And I learned what EFT was, which I'll go into, I suppose, in a minute or two. Yeah. But as I started to use the technique, I found it um, challenging, I suppose, because I had to think about how I uh, not just thought about things, but how I actually felt about some things. Yeah. And initially, it would have been very kind of black or white. Things are good or things aren't good. Yeah. But this technique helped you, encouraged you, challenged you to 
go a little bit deeper to find out exactly how you felt about something. And oh. then once you connected to, once you were able to connect to um, a feeling or an emotion, yeah. be it uh, be it anything, be it um, uh, and 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 in a, in an unusual kind of way, it works best when you deal with a negative emotion, mm-hmm. uh, anger, frustration, irritation, annoyance, overwhelm. All those kind of lower energy um, feelings that we can get sometimes stuck in yeah. are ones that once you connect and then once you apply the technique, allow you to somehow, and I didn't know at the time exactly how it would work, but yeah. I just found that it did work. Yeah. So it was giving me a sense of perspe- perspective. It was giving me a new way to look at things. Yeah. It shifted my limiting beliefs. And like the whole course itself that got me into it was around it was around financial kind of stuff, obviously yeah. as you know. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that I had all these limiting beliefs that I felt I couldn't earn a certain amount of money or I couldn't do a certain type of job. And there were certain ways that that made me feel. So then I applied the technique and I wrote out notes and followed the workbook and. Yeah, as I say, I kind of connected to how I felt about things yeah. and then tapped through them. And the interesting thing was that um, it was a six-week course or seven-week course, but I didn't even finish it. I did I did maybe three weeks or four weeks, and then I just stopped. I don't know what happened, but something happened, something came up, and then I got distracted, and I just kind of left it aside. But then I... I think you actually went to be passionate. I went to be passionate, did I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, whatever it was, yeah. I stopped and yes. I didn't go back. Yeah. Immediately. And then, so maybe you know the next part then. <laughs> so a few months later, I kind of started to see, um, I don't know, just little bits in my, um, in my emails and stuff like that or stuff online. I don't know whether it was like adverts for different stuff or whatever, but... EFT started coming back in and I started to kind of notice it again and then I started to think about the course that I'd done and what kind of stuff had changed and I noticed then that there were a number of different shifts that I hadn't even thought about but then I realized Hmm. and I was like hmm okay well that is interesting you know I got a promotion um a big enough promotion um got the pay rise that went with it yeah there was money back from tax, which came out of out of the blue, yeah, and just enough to kind of make me think, well, there's something going on here, but I couldn't quite understand it. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't from a chemical engineering kind of point of view, which always would have had, you know, you do this and then this happens always. You know, it's like an ideal, an ideal um, uh, world scenario. Yeah, um, how do you call it? That it's like. Uh... A, a, a regular process or well like everything would have to conform to a law yes. you know even a, a, a Newtonian law let's say yeah yeah and you know that might have been developed by or you know that um, Newton himself obviously the guy who was sitting under the yeah. tree and the apple fell on him and that was where you know the idea for classical um, mechanics comes from and then laws that come out of that 
and you've got laws of thermodynamics and they all uh, in a way box things up nicely yeah. and they explain most of what happens but there's a lot of stuff that they don't explain yeah um and yeah we could go into that and that yes. could be a whole yes. different that's topic yeah. i suppose suffice to say there was some stuff i didn't understand and i couldn't explain it so maybe that was why i kind of pushed it aside because yeah. I was used to stuff making sense. Of course. So then of I kind of seen yeah. stuff that kind of started to change um, in how I was looking at things. Yeah. So it was all from me. And then that made changes then outside. Yeah. And I noticed other sort of things. And I, I, Just to interrupt you there, sorry. But I just, <laughs> <laughs> but I just found it very interesting when you said that um, the technique or EFT yeah. helped you feel. You know, or connect to the feelings, be aware of what you were feeling that perhaps yeah, before you were not noticing, huh. right? But you were still feeling, right? Perhaps yeah. you were feeling anger or or joy or disappointment or whatever, but you were not aware of those feelings. And EFT helped you connect to that. Mm. And I have to say, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm your wife and I live with you and I have seen your 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 change let's say or your progress or, or what, what what things have changed sure how things have changed yeah. and it's so beautiful to see how you you are now much more aware of what you feel mm. and you are more able to talk about that and i think this is such a such a gift you know to be able to connect to your feelings which i think is something that you help your clients with and it's like so valuable nowadays of course yeah because as i said at the start things were just very black and white there was yeah. there was only like a couple of emotions that you you could have and and most of the time the idea was that you know if it's hard well then you just got to deal with it and got to push through it and you got to push it down you got to stuff mm. it mm. but that's not the the long-term solution it's not a sustainable approach obviously as you yeah. know mm. as your listeners and uh, audience would know yeah and the different ways of dealing with things and coaching and helping people through things a lot of them have the same principle um, a lot of them help people deal with their stuff and move forward yeah. but with EFT it kind of looks um, it does the exact same thing it's just a slightly different technique yeah and it it involves looking straight at what the issue is it's not an avoidance therapy mm. or treatment. It's not um, <clears throat> everything will be okay, you'll be fine. Um, it's, as a practitioner, it's allowing uh, the client to explore, to peel back the onion, yeah. to look at what's really going on. So there might be a feeling of you know, frustration, mm -hmm. but the frustration is really just what is uh, the symptom or what you're seeing. Yeah, but underneath that could be hiding something else, or a sadness, or yeah. a, or a deep hurt at something yeah. that's happened in the in the past. And so, with EFT, people basically are allowing themselves to feel. You know, they're reconnecting yeah. with with that skill, basically. Yeah. That it's so needed, really, for a functioning life. Yeah. 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 And what I aim to do is to create that space. Yeah. for my clients that they feel comfortable enough yeah. to go there mm -hmm. because it's it's a, it's a it's a courageous thing to do yeah. to be able to explore what's actually going on yeah. 
to go into the feel the, the discomfort of feeling yeah, when yeah. you don't want to feel yeah yeah definitely so there's the those obstacles there just to even yeah. go there yeah yeah but what awaits what you can get out of it is uh, is fantastic yeah the stuff can just come full full circle yeah. and a new perspective and new new um, uh, optimism and excitement or clarity about what's what could happen next yeah and so we've we've talked so much we've talked so much already about what can happen you know but we haven't yeah. really explained what EFT is what EFT so, is, so what is okay. it? Well, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. Mm -hmm. uh, it's referred to as a number of different things from tapping. It's also called acupressure. And it is essentially tapping on a series of points. Uh, it comes from traditional Chinese medicine or has roots in traditional Chinese mm -hmm. medicine. Yeah. And an engineer, actually, um, an American guy, Gary Craig, in the 90s, simplified all this down. Uh, it has its... Um, it's called a, the simple recipe, or the, what, he, okay. what he trained people in was the simple recipe, which was a bit of traditional Chinese medicine, a bit of applied kinesiology, all wrapped up together in one. Okay. There was a, a very complex predecessor, it was called thought field therapy, okay. which had a series of different steps for different conditions. So smoking was this particular technique or series of steps. Um, uh, fear of fear of water was a different series of steps, mm. but he just simplified it all down. So Ga Gary Craig, Gary Craig simplified yeah. it all down. Simplified, okay. all, simplified it all down to a technique that you can learn in minutes. But as okay. he says, it's uh, you know you can learn it in minutes, and it takes a lifetime to master because mm -hmm. there's a lot of subtleties, a lot of uh, more advanced techniques that you can do, and then it takes time to to master. Yeah, like most things, I suppose that are yes. worthwhile. But the really cool thing is you can learn it in a couple of minutes. Great. And maybe we'll put a link to an article that I've written just which explains yes, the points. Yes, perfect. Yes, 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 we'll, we'll do that. Um, it involves a setup statement, tapping on the, the side of the hand and what's referred to as the karate chop point, where you kind of connect to what the issue is. So even though I am frustrated because I can't deal with the current situation and it's just too much. Yeah. So you're kind of allowing yourself to to connect to whatever it is that you feel. Yeah, acceptance, uh, right? That's acceptance, yeah. 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 And it's about using words that are uh, good for you, that make sense mm. for you. So mm. someone might be, yeah, even though I'm frustrated, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Someone else might be entirely different. Like someone else might be, even though I think this won't work, I'm okay with myself. Mm. Or even though I'm apprehensive about where I'm going to go, yeah. I'm okay with where I am right yeah. now. So it's kind of, it's... Everybody is, is unique and obviously where they've come from, what they've experienced and how they see things. And my job as a practitioner is to help them uh, with how they are seeing things, help them ask them the right questions to explore what is the issue, what is most um, prevalent for them at that particular moment. Mm. Um, and. So to continue on, uh, we tap on the first point to get into what the issue is, yeah. and then we tap through a series of a series of points. Different points. And yeah. most of the points are on the upper body, mm -hmm. um, or all the points are on the upper body in this simple recipe. And then you essentially tap through a couple of times. You repeat a couple of words that are relevant to the con the issue that we're working on, yeah. and then we check in after that. Then, 
and we continue working in that kind of fashion in order to explore uh, what is the issue in order to explore where the sensations are what the emotions are what okay. they might mean yeah where it might have come from and it can just be an interesting uh, an interesting journey yeah. over the course of of a session or yeah. a series of sessions to explore something so yeah it's like an exploration yeah. right it's yeah. is uh, allowing the client to explore not only the feelings but mm. maybe the memories or maybe the sensations that come up as mm. they go through an issue and so for for you as a practitioner uh, so a client comes in and then they have a particular issue um, I don't know it could be a fear I guess or it could be sure. a, a frustration with someone in particular or at something and so so basically, what do you do then? So they come with the issue, and how do you start that exploration? Mm. So somebody will come with an issue, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, if someone wants support or help on something, they will be relatively clear on what they feel the problem is, okay. or what they think that the problem is. Mm -hmm. And there will be an objective attached to that. So if it's a fear or if it's a frustration, it's obviously looking to to flip them, you know, so that okay. the fear turns into or it just disappears yeah. and frustration turns into confidence. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the objective yeah. and you want to have a clear objective. But the, um, what's also very important to consider is where are you at right now? What is the current reality? Because it's all well and good to want to get rid of that phobia or to get rid of that frustration. Yeah. But you need to acknowledge that awareness again of where you are at that moment. In relation to how are you if there's um, a little insect or a snake or whatever the phobia yeah. is. Or how often are you frustrated? Yeah. Uh, who are you frustrated at? So what is your relationship with frustration? Mm. Um, because it is, with frustration, it's like an addiction. It's an emotional addiction. Mm -hmm. It is a choice to go to that particular state based on uh, that the feeling that you feel yeah. now ultimately it'll lead into some sort of pain or some sort of regret either from stuffing stuff down or else from you know lashing out or from that passive aggressive comment that yeah. sarcastic comment that you just couldn't help but yeah. say to somebody or do to somebody whatever and so they acknowledge that they, they bring awareness to where they are in regards yeah. to the issue yeah then they set a goal with you or yeah. with the practitioner. Okay. And that's where we start. We, okay. So once the goal is there, we want to assess and determine where we are right there and then. Mm -hmm. So if the client comes in and they are in that moment quite frustrated or are they overwhelmed, that's where we start mm. in order to bring that down because you don't want to work on something when there's, you know, there's an elephant, the white elephant's in the room. Yeah. So it's very important to to address what is going on currently yeah. in order to start looking at what is or where where to go next. Yeah. So the direction is very much driven by the client. Okay. The client has the answers. Yeah. And it's really just about you know them getting out of the way mm -hmm. and helping them see them see it. Yes. It's not my job to tell people what to do. Yeah. It's my job to help them see what they should be doing. Yeah. 
what they can yeah what they can be doing now okay. yeah mm-hmm. and that's why i love working with clients one-on-one or in groups so that they when they see that shift you know when you see that kind of the light bulb moment yeah when there is that realization that well maybe i don't have to look at it this at it this way or maybe i can do this or what if i did that mm. and it's just like there's a change in like body posture there's a change in breathing there's a change yeah. in stuff that is kind of so easy to see when someone is right there in front of you or on zoom yeah and yeah, it's it's just a fantastic experience. Yeah, awesome. I I just obviously I have experience experienced DFT <laughs> with you, and I have always found it found them <laughs> so powerful. Uh, like it's 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 um so beautiful actually to experience the transformation as you tap, because you do feel different as you tap. Yeah. And so. My other question is in terms of the words, you say that they repeat some words because obviously I know about this, but our listeners don't. Yeah. And it's, so they begin with a statement and then they say some words. What are those words about? The words are referred to as reminder phrases. Mm. So if we are talking about an issue such as say, for example, overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So you will start off with the the statement at the start, which is that setup statement. Yeah. It could be, even though I'm overwhelmed at being out of work and I choose to accept myself. Okay. That would be the start. But there might be some other issues related to that aspect, related Mm -hmm. to that core issue. Yeah. And it could be um, uh, some irritation. It could be uh, feeling stuck. Mm -hmm. It could be a feeling in the the chest or yeah. tension in the shoulders so those types of things which go along with what you've used in your setup statement form part of your reminder phrase okay. so you would continue on after you start the setup statement yeah. you would move on then tapping on the points and you would say those words so tension yeah. in my shoulders all this this tension in my throat or this uh, sensation that I feel in my head yeah all that kind of stuff to help you kind of connect to what's really going on that's all that's all we're doing we're just connecting to how things are yeah. And allowing ourselves to yes. connect to how things are. And, and so then you as a practitioner have to be very intuitive also to pick up on those other words. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you in a way have to tap into what that person is feeling, what your client yeah. is feeling, yeah. to be able to help them use sure. those reminders. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the key thing is to use their language. Yeah. Uh, even if... My Spanish was better. We do our <laughs> sessions through Spanish. Yeah. Because yeah. the words have such uh, an emotive connection. Yeah. And obviously, you know, if your mother or father had said a certain word to you, it's going to mean something. Whereas if I use the English version, it's going to be close, yeah. but it's not going to be the exact same yeah, thing, so which course. could yeah. potentially unlock something further. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, my job then is to identify. Uh, which points mm. are particularly impactful yeah. and which words yeah. and you know which reactions mm. are important yes. in order to kind of focus on it a little bit more to tweak the words a little bit to ask a different question yeah. in order to as I say open the door and kind of move move to where you need to go yeah continue the exploration yeah. Deepen, deepening into yeah. the exploration
Yeah. Uh, th there was another thing that I wanted to, well, f for you to go into, and is that in my case, when whenever we have a tapping session, I start to yawn, yeah. like there are tears running down my like like down my cheeks, not necessarily because I'm crying, but yeah. because it's just a reaction or or, or something that happens. Yeah. So why is that? The idea is that when you are tapping, yeah. you are releasing. That those blockages in your body. So yeah. even traditional Chinese medicine would say that uh, any sort of blockage is just a negative emotion. Mm -hmm. And as you tap, you're releasing it. And it just physically manifests in yawning, mm -hmm. in uh, tears, yeah. but not crying, mm. in uh, burping as well as a common one. Yeah. And Whenever I see it, it's just a, a reminder that, okay, we're, we're in the right... Track. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where are you going? So whenever you start yawning, I'm like, you know, we just kind of go, yeah, okay. Just keep saying the words. Keep going. Yeah. 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 And, okay, well, now, now people have an idea of what a session is like, what EFT works like. And yeah. so let's go a little bit into frustration. So how does EFT particularly help with frustration which is something that nowadays many people are experiencing not only because of the global changes but yeah. you know it's something that can could have been there for a while you know like cooking slowly <laughs> within yeah, yeah yeah so what this whole pandemic is doing is uh, shining a light on where those little cracks already were Mm -hmm. So it's not changing anything or it's not changing any relationships. It's just uh, highlighting them. Yeah, of course. And they can get mm -hmm. a little bit more challenging to deal with. Yeah. So the overwhelms and the frustration, the irritations and all that kind of yeah. stuff can increase. Yeah. If they're not dealt with or processed yeah, uh, sustainably. And with frustration, we will tap on the current situation. Mm -hmm. Tap on the current feelings around the frustration. And then we will look to move forward then into the reasons why and the relationship with frustration. Oh, that's very interesting. Mm. And and what what do you mean? Like, I, I would like to go a little bit deeper into the relationship with frustration. What do you mean with that? Everybody has a, a frustration relationship. Yeah. And... Some people have one that's really good. Mm -hmm. Some people might have ones that's not so good. Yeah. Everybody does the best that they can. Yeah. Everybody that I've come across is they all do the best that they can. We all do the best that we yeah. can <laughs> with what we have experienced. Yeah. With, with the awareness we, we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With what we have learned. Yeah. With what our, principally our parents have taught us. Yeah. And we'll know if our relationship with frustration is one that does not serve us. We'll know by whether it is causing problems or not. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if your frustration is continuously coming around again, if you're yeah. continuously having to deal with it and feeling like it's not being resolved properly, like dealing with the same stuff, the same triggers over and over, it's sometime, or it's something that you should have a look at mm. or that you can explore yeah. in order to let it go. Yeah. Because letting it go just naturally releases that 
heavy stuff. And then you're moving just forward into just an easier space in which you're better able to deal with what's going on. Mm, yeah. And why why do you choose frustration as one of the topics that you mm. help people with? Is this one that you know the answer to? Well? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would have been quite frustrated or kind of a had a a shorter fuse, I suppose you could say. Uh-huh. Or I would react to some stuff in maybe a, a disproportionate response. Mm. You know, a little bit of stuff and stuff down to come up later on or you know that passive aggressive kind of response that sarcastic comment yeah that us irish are so good at <laughs> and i realized that it wasn't it wasn't the best way to go mm. it wasn't serving me as yeah. as they say and then i would have used tapping for myself deal with it in the moment yeah and use a particular technique to deal with stuff right there and then and then would have started to explore my triggers. Yeah. Who triggered me, when they triggered me, where it happened, in order just to learn a little bit more about why. Yeah. And then it's even not the stuff that's happening right now. It's, it's always linked back to earlier on, mm. those key events in our childhood mm. that we have maybe chose to have forgotten or maybe we, we, but we still remember. Yeah. And using EFT, we can still go back whether you remember or not. That's the beauty of it. Mm. You can still go back without actually talking about it. We can still tap on an event that you have no memory of. That's the beauty of it. And it's uh, so it's a very flexible tool, but it's very it's phenomenally useful. Mm. And that's what I would have done for myself in order to disentangle and look at things a different way. Yeah. Because back in your childhood, you're looking at things through the eyes of a child. Yeah. But as you grow up, you continue to hold on to looking at things like you were a child. Yeah. And that is what, like over time, we develop habits. Mm-hmm. And the habits are based on our experiences. And because we, you know, we take in so much information from outside, we have to have these things that are automatic. And as I mentioned earlier on, everybody does the best that they can do based on their experiences. Yeah. And sometimes your um, automatic habit might include changing state into something like frustration. And you feel like that's the only way to go. You feel like you have to go that way. Yeah. And you feel like you can't change. And all that kind of stuff, but you yeah. can you can you can look at things differently, yeah, and you have yeah. the power to do that and so you did that yeah, I did you've that, done yeah. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am a witness of your transformation well, there you go <laughs> it's been it's been so cool actually, and i mean i i I think it's okay to share with everyone that Steve and I have both seen each other grow as we not mm-hmm. only have developed our skills as practitioners, but, you know, like grown personally and um, I forgot the other word that is personally, Which? spiritually. Uh, there's another word. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so, and, and, and for me, like, I admire that you are helping people with frustration because I know that it's something that you, you yourself have experienced. Yeah. And so you know what it takes for someone to 
release that, to let go of the attachment to it, you know, of, of the thrill perhaps that that response, that frustration response can bring, yeah, yeah. you know, of, of breaking that addiction. Because that's, that's, that's mm. what it is. It's, it's mm. an addiction to a state because what comes with it is that feeling of uh, power. Yeah. yeah. That rush of blood to the head, you know, the mm. increase in the heart rate, those, those good feeling mm. hormones, mm. Uh, the feeling that you're right, someone else is wrong, mm. the feeling that you have to tell them. Yeah. Or they have to be told and you're the one that has to tell them. <laughs> yeah. So the feeling that, you know, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And if you don't, they'll get away with it. You know, it's, yeah. It includes a lot of different things. Yeah. Okay, cool. So basically with EFT, people can explore a nation, in this case, frustration. Mm. And explore their relationship with frustration. And do they do this in one session, in a couple of sessions, or what's... What's the process there? Normally, it would take a few sessions in order mm -hmm. to make uh, some serious quantifiable mm -hmm. change yeah. in relation to your relationship with frustration or yeah. overwhelm or yeah. whatever the issue is. Because different people will present with different, different um, situations, mm. different uh, experiences, obviously. Mm -hmm. So while we start at the present, deal with the present then we move forward mm. into the next steps so it will normally take a couple of sessions in yeah. order to get some serious uh, some serious change in order to peel back that onion enough yeah awesome mm. yeah and and i think it's you know if you really are serious about working through an issue you know you cannot expect that in one session you know everything is going to be sorted or you're going to find all your answers or you know, yes, um, and it's it's just a necessary part of personal mm. development. Yeah, it is challenging because you mm. need to look at it. Yeah, this isn't a avoidance. This yeah. is looking at it, but looking at yeah. it in a way that you can process it. Yeah, and allow it to to move on naturally move on. because yeah. you're going past it. Yeah, rather mm. than reliving the same. Which is so empowering. Hmm. Very very empowering. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> and so now I know that you have an exercise which I particularly love that you can share with everyone so that they can actually use it in moments of frustration or also in moments of overwhelm, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so this exercise will be exactly for that, for dealing with moments where you feel that stuff is getting too much, yeah. where you feel like you need to you know, vent or you mm. feel the need to... That you're, that you're stuck, you don't know what to do, that mm -hmm. stuff is just getting too much. And it's a simple exercise and it's done with your hands. Okay. Because obviously tapping in public can Yeah, like tapping little, in your face. Can be a little, a little bit strange. <laughs> I've done it, but I mean, not for everybody maybe. And so this technique is really just um, tapping on the, the size of your fingers. And is that which side? Does it it doesn't matter which side. Oh, okay. So you can start with any finger, uh, tapping on the side of your finger. Now, the lo specific location is at the side of the nail. Okay, yeah, okay. So literally that side of the point, so on your, on your, each finger, starting your thumb and then working your way through. And that's all you need to do, just tap on and the side of the points. And just one hand? 
You can do it on one hand, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You can do it on both hands, it doesn't matter. The, the idea is that the same meridians flow through the same fingers on different hands. Okay, perfect. And I know some of the listeners that have been following this podcast now know what a meridian is. Oh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a couple of guests talking mm -hmm. about that. So. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, and so tapping uh, basically on the side of the finger by where the nail is. Yes. And what, as they do that, what else do they do? They can just tune into how they actually feel. Okay. So if they're feeling overwhelmed, just tapping on it and just feeling like the over, like feeling, feel that overwhelm, connecting to that overwhelm to allow it to process, allow it to, to be acknowledged and allow it to subside. Mm. Fantastic. Lovely. Mm. How long do they have to do that for? For as long as they're feeling the overwhelm or the frustration. Yeah. Like I've done it in meetings. Yeah. Where stuff has gotten particularly uh, emotive, you would say. <laughs> so I would have been there, you know, with my hands under the table, inconspicuously just tapping on my fingers. And I could feel, you know, there was a couple of questions coming my way, and I was like, okay, I can see where this is going. But I needed to respond from a place that was, um, you know, like, this is fine, this is, oh, this is okay. Can, yeah. can do this, can deal with this, can respond properly. Centered. Yeah, yeah. centered yeah. and grounded and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So I would have just been tapping on my fingers underneath the table. So when it did come around to my turn then to, to speak, I was able to, you know, coherently and clearly and with um, compassion respond. And it was a fantastic outcome. But I could feel it rising, and I could feel it sitting, and then I could feel it kind of reducing. Wow. wow. So it was a fantastic little experience for, for me. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you for sharing that exercise, because mm -hmm. I'm sure people are going to be able to use it and you know, find also some relief. And yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we, uh, we have gone over a little bit today, but that's okay. <laughs> it's a, this is a very special interview. <laughs> So, um, if people want to find you and they want to come and see you for a session, where do they go? They can find me on Facebook. Perfect. Yes. I think we'll put the link. Yes, down I'll, below. I'll add the yeah. link in the okay. um, in the description. Sure. Um, and it's Stephen Duffy. Yes. <laughs> and I forgot to ask you one question, actually. Yeah. Like the typical love approach project question. Oh yeah. How does Steve approach life with love? Oh, I thought I got away with that one. <laughs> How do I approach life with love? Yeah. I suppose I allow myself to feel my own love. Mm. Allow myself, you know, if and when um, you do something that you maybe wish you hadn't done. Mm. Allow yourself that feeling that, okay, that's okay. But try and look at it a little bit. Try and learn a little bit from it so that you don't kind of repeat it again. Um, because in the past, when you're in, or when I was in the same kind of loop over and over and over again, you are, you're not clear on 
you know the way the way out yeah yeah you know where you want to get to but when you slip up all you do is feel so bad that you haven't got to where you wanted to go to but sometimes you just need to be okay with the fact that you've messed up yeah and that's fine (laughs) that's okay like i mean but it is about what you learn from that particular moment so it's continuously giving yourself that bit of you know it's okay it's okay yeah so that i suppose falls under the umbrella of love of course yeah, <laughs> yeah. love for the self love for the self yes. yes well thank you thank you oh and we did want to mention that oh, yes for the for everyone who's dealing with this current issue i'm offering sessions to deal with whatever the symptom is for them yeah yeah uh, through eft and all you need to do is to get in contact with me yes and so these are free sessions yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah. yeah so how many sessions are you offering uh, one to three sessions okay mm. depending on the need of the person yeah exactly okay yeah, yeah. so oh my goodness everyone like if you are experiencing frustration or overwhelm or you're just simply looking to receive some support during this time you yeah. can contact steve and so your email is Stephen with a ph with a ph at <laughs> stephen dash duffy dot com okay duffy d-u-f-f-y mm-hmm. lovely <laughs> good so you just need to email him and he will send you a link yes. where you can book your and then you can go and book in online yeah fantastic fantastic yeah. well Thank you so much for having said yes to this interview, <laughs> baby. Welcome. I have to say baby, because I always welcome. call you like that. You're welcome, honey. <laughs> this was such a, oh my goodness, this, is, this was a dream to be able to interview you, and it has come true. There you go. You can yeah. take that one off the bucket list. Yes. <laughs> of our bucket list. Our bucket list, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you everyone who have joined us today, watching the video or listening to the podcast. And we will see you next week. Or I will see you. Chat to you next week. Cool. Thank you very much, everybody. Great to be here. Yeah. Okay. Bye. See you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Love Approach Project podcast. It is an honor for me to bring you content that can help you grow, heal, and learn new tools that can support you in your day-to-day life. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so now. There are many more guests and new curated topics every week to keep supporting you in your path to health and healing. I am on a mission to support you in releasing stress and in making love the rule of your everyday. Until next week.